folks. <laughs> Let's go. I can't believe you got Mike to chuckle on that. God, come on. <laughs> it, it's called being a good friend, Walker. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Football Absurdity Podcast. My name is Jeff Crisco. I'm here with my co-host, Walker Kelly and Mike Valverde. Uh, Mike, how has your week been going? It's going pretty good. Um, a lot of games that I'm doing, but um, it's always fun to get to know the teams even more as the season progresses. Yeah. Walker, how's your week going? Uh, it's going. I'm, I'm fine. It's going. All right. I got a new job. Ayo. So there's going to be some upcoming changes to schedules of stuff and some articles might get cut back, but uh, we'll keep everybody in the loop. We'll still be here every Friday to help you folks out uh, with your fantasy football stuff. But uh, um, some stuff might get changed around because your boy got a full time job going back to estimating. Let's go crash your car. I'll tell you how much it costs. (laughs) This guy really good at guessing. (laughs) That's right. I'll go uh, four grand. I'll go. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> Sweet. Sounds good. Uh, My whole job is just like, uh, yeah, that's probably about 2500 Yeah. Well, what's funny is um, there was a, a while back, my um, my wife was driving a U-Haul, right? And um, she scraped another car in a parking lot when she was pulling out getting gas. And um, that's not covered by in ma- most major insurers because uh, the vehicle is too big. And so she goes, you know, I know you don't, don't estimate blah, blah, blah. Can you ballpark what this is going to cost? And then I was like, yeah, have them send me pictures. And I was like, eh, without knowing labor rate and all this other stuff, I was like, oh, 27, 2800 bucks. And so they go to a body shop and estimate 2750. I was like, you boys <laughs> still got it. Let's go. <laughs> Nailed it. We're in. We're in. All right. Um, so uh, just some stuff. Uh, there's a link to our Discord in the description. Uh, it's a great fun community. Uh, Evan, who's kind of running it, is looking to grow it this offseason. So it's a great place to get in now before we start to pump those numbers up. Um, you can check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash football absurdity, where you'll get our Tuesday episode where we review everything. And uh, you can check out the website, footballabsurdity.com. You can check us out wherever you get podcasts. You can check out our Twitch twitch.tv slash football absurdity there's a link to all that stuff in the description and i feel like i need to point out because every time i point it out but i haven't done it in a couple years we have merch for beer sheets uh it's very cool there's a link to that in the description uh nobody ever buys it and i'm proud of the design so go wear my design do i get one for free huh do i get one for free i'll get you one uh Uh, yeah let's go uh (laughs) All right, so uh, speaking of things that people uh, should be proud of, uh, Matt Patricia called a great game last night. Uh, <laughs> yeah. He definitely wasn't yelled at by his quarterback on national TV. Um, he, he got yelled at by Mac Jones. Yeah, imagine getting yelled at by Mac Jones. McCorkle. Uh, McCorkle. All right, uh, Buffalo wins 24 to 10. They are 9-3. and three. The, the Patriots are now 6-6. Six and six. I think the biggest takeaway from this game was uh, James Cook exists. He was mm-hmm. getting early work. He was getting a lot of work. I thought that maybe Devin Singletary was hurt, but no, they brought him in later. They split snaps almost evenly, split carries almost evenly. So um, Walker and I were like, don't ever worry about James Cook. This guy stinks. And uh, true to form, he played well. So, Mike, what do you think about James Cook? Should we worry about him? Uh, let's see, stats here. 
14 for 64 on the ground, 6 for 41 through the air. That's the part that intrigues me. Well, yeah, he's a very good receiver out of the backfield. Just imagine Dalvin Cook, um, his brother. Uh, we know how well he is. Well, James Cook's not too far away from that. Uh, very quick through the hole. Um, he needs to be a little bit more agile, uh, making mm-hmm. cuts um, as far as avoiding defenders and stuff like that. But uh, I, I think he's he's really dynamic. Uh, he's been getting a lot of play since, I think, four weeks ago. They really started act, getting him involved in the offense, and every week he gets more and more and more. And last night was even more than he's gotten um, all season long, and he's looked good doing it. Yeah. Uh, Walker, what do you, have you changed your mind on, on James Cook? Uh, I think he's a good receiver out of the backfield. Certainly. Um, I'm not really a big fan of his running style. Um, when the hole opens up for him, he can accelerate quickly through it and he's pretty decent out in space, but when he's got to sort through the offensive line, sort through the bodies and try to find something for himself, he kind of just gets lost in the wash. He stops his feet too much. He doesn't, uh, you know, it, he doesn't get through, get skinny through the hole. You know, if if it's blocked well, he will be very, very effective, more so than a lot of other running backs. But, um, yeah, when he's got to make something for himself, I'm still not convinced he's at that point. And not to say he can't get better. He's a very young player. But, um, yeah, right now he's an incomplete back, but he does provide a slightly different element to this offense than Devin Singletary does. And is Singletary a free agent next year, or does he have one more year? I think mm-hmm. he is. I think he's a free agent, yeah. yeah. So uh, I have a feeling that James Cook is going to be on a lot of sleeper lists because I think people are going to say, oh, he has uh, Alvin Kamara, uh, Austin Eckler, uh, Aaron Jones-type skill set because he can catch passes, and that's just not true. Um, you know, he's higher than, like, J.D. McKissick, Naheem Hines, but I would say he's in that same sort of mold. Yeah, he's and, just – He's a little too small to carry yes. the full load. He's mm-hmm. under 200 pounds. So that I, I don't expect him to ever be like a 20 touch guy consistently. Yeah. Um. You know, this game notwithstanding, I, I don't expect that to be the consistent role that he has. But no, certainly um, I would expect Buffalo to probably draft another running back on day two and just split touches between that running back and Cook. Or they could bring back Zach Moss. <laughs> now, that's an idea. <laughs> I don't think they're going to do that, but they could do that. It's an idea. It's undoubtedly yeah. an idea. <laughs> it It is. It's not a very good one. <laughs> but it most certainly is one. Um, so, Mike, anybody else on the Bills you want to you wanna highlight and talk about? Uh, Ike McKenzie, 7 for 44. No, I don't know why I call him Ike McKenzie. Uh, Stefan Diggs did digs things. Um, Naheem Hines was in on a lot of snaps, but he was just kind of running around. He didn't do anything, yeah. <laughs> they just had him in motion pre-snap, like every play it felt like. Uh, anybody else you want to highlight on the Bills, Mike? I think the the one good reason why McKenzie's getting a lot of receptions or targets the last few weeks is because they made the decision that he's going to be the slot guy. And um, he's benefiting from it, especially being in a high-profile offense. It's just going to be too many mouths to feed for him to be fantasy relevant outside of maybe even three wide receiver leagues of that. Yeah. You're going to see him in kind of the role that uh, we previously had seen uh, uh, Cole Beasley have a decent PPR game uh, season with, but yeah, it's, it's a, like a wide receiver three type play. Uh, Gabe Davis caught a touchdown on a ridiculous pass from Josh Allen. Um, But other than that, this game kind of went 
how I thought. Just a lot, just a lot of dr- slow drives, just a lot of you know defense first stuff. Um, so let's talk about New England. Um, they're bad. All right. Ramondre, <laughs> Ramondre Stevenson is good. The Bills sold out to stop Jacoby Myers, including uh, who is it? Hamlin got the targeting, got thrown out for targeting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so just a um, a bad team. I said the problem last night with Josh uh, Jacoby Myers was threefold. One, Bill sold out to stop him. Uh, two, Mac Jones sucks. Three, so does Matt Patricia. <laughs> I think that's the problem. Uh, yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. So, um, Mike, do you see a way out of this for them this year, or is it just kind of like going to circle the drain with this offense the way it is? I don't see it getting any better. Um, Mac Jones is is the quarterback. Uh, As you mentioned, Ramondre Stevenson is the best part of this offense outside of Jacoby Myers. Mm -hmm. And Myers isn't going to be scoring much touchdowns and Jones isn't going to be throwing many, many touchdowns. It's very rigid offense that um, you're hoping the defense takes control so you can score late or, you know, get a good lead and then hold on to it like they did against the Colts. But for the most part, this is a 500 team. Yeah, and that's exactly what it is. It's a it's a it's a team that doesn't have a lot of upside, especially on offense. The defense is good, but I just think the offense is just it's it's not what you want, folks. Well, there's no speed except for Tyquan Thornton, who's not particularly yeah. good at football. Right. Uh, Marcus Jones was pretty good, but he's also sure. not very good at football. And Marcus Jones is a not a receiver. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah, he uh, he led the team two for 51 on a touchdown yesterday, but one. Uh, was a 48-yard catch-and-run that had, like, three air yards. It was just the first Bill had a terrible, like, tried to ankle tackle him. It didn't work. The second Bill took the world's worst angle, and he just ran past him. So uh, I wouldn't worry about that uh, long-term. No, I, I don't think that uh, I don't think that Marcus Jones is going to get a wide receiver designation and then suddenly be a hot waiver wire pickup. No. Um, so, all right. Um, I think that's it. Uh, hang on to Ramondre. Hang on to Jacoby. Don't have anybody else on your roster. Um, oh, one thing to mention. Yes. Um, I think you can just get rid of Dawson Knox. Uh, he's not really running any real routes right now. He's just okay. kind of like chipping and releasing into the flat a bunch. So the only time he ever gets targets are in the two-minute game when he releases into the flat and Allen throws it to him and he gets out of bounds. He's not really going up the field. He's not running flag routes. He's not running post routes. Ken Dorsey just doesn't doesn't have much interest in involving him in the passing game. So Knox is not going to be productive. Okay. Yeah, that's good to know. He's been kind of on the periphery. We've just been like, uh, you know, we'll see. We'll see. And then it turns out uh, what we'll see is that he's not very good at this. Yeah, so. I mean, I think it's partially Dawson Knox is not the greatest technical player in the world. He's very athletic and strong. Mm-hmm. He's not really a great route runner or anything like that doesn't have great hands and uh yeah the offense just simply is not featuring him in the ways that he is typically most effective they're just kind of throwing him out in the flat and being like well uh if nobody else is open here you go yeah just see what happens kind of you know a part of the field that josh allen doesn't even use i think that's another problem is because if if josh allen's going to dump the ball off to a guy in the flat he might as well just try to bowling ball through uh, the the crashing linebackers like that's what he he prefers to do. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. So all right, Mike, you have anything to add? No, I'm good. 
All right, let's uh, breaking news. Mariners acquired Colton Wong from the Brewers for Jesse Winker and Abraham Toro. Okay, that's my roto world that I have up to make sure that there's any breaking news because Twitter just distracts me. Uh, Unlike that, which didn't distract me at all. All right. Oh, man, (laughs) I didn't put down any winners for this week. Oh, boy, let's do it live. All right. So uh, this week we've got first game up Pittsburgh four and seven travels to Atlanta, who is five and seven, 43 point over under Pittsburgh, one point favorites and uh injuries in this one Najee Harris Jalen Warren Benny Snell all expected to play um Kyle Pitts is out for the year he uh he had previously undergone surgery they put him on IR this week so he's done for the year um so Walker what is your one big question for this game I want you guys to rank the wide receivers in this game which the the main no thank you appreciate (laughs) the offer no I you have to do it oh no that's okay Uh, uh okay right, fine I'll, I'll start i'll start so we've got uh in this game we've got george pickens deontay johnson alameda Zacchaeus, and drake london are the four that we're gonna yes do i guess okay uh so i would do uh george pickens okay deontay johnson okay gap drake london gap alameda Zacchaeus. All right, that's fair. Mike, what do you think? Um, Deontay Johnson, George Pickens, um, Drake London, and Ola Mighty. Ola Mighty. Ola Mighty. I like it. <laughs> uh, Ola Mighty. The, the Mighty Ola Mighty. <laughs> yeah, and let's uh, be clear here. Um, the gap between uh, Deontay and Drake London is the gap of startability. I here. Okay, so... My rank is Drake London. Ooh, ridiculous. George, George Pickens, Deontay Johnson, Alameda Zacchaeus. All right, I'm gonna give I'm gonna give this MF the uh, the Zay Jones treatment here. Uh, Drake London has done nothing for a very long time, and so now you can start him and uh, feel okay about it. Like Drake London has scored two touchdowns, and that's the only thing that saved him in the last eight nine weeks. Sure, but this is the worst pass defense in the league. Pittsburgh is? Yeah, against not for with, fan, fantasy points given up, yeah. Not with T.J. Watt, they're not. Well, that's true. Yeah, TJ, since T.J. Watt's been back, it's Joe Burrow lit him up, but then they not tamped down two other not-as-good passing games that are escaping me right now. The Colts being one of them. He, just absolutely dreadful passing game. <laughs> yes, it was absolutely hor- horrific. New Orleans. So actually, I don't know if that tells us anything about, about the Steelers. <laughs> Sorry, Mike, we're going up against the Colts and the Saints. I don't know if that tells us anything about no. uh, with T.J. Watt back. So, um, yeah. all right, fine. Uh, I'll go Wait Deontay Johnson, Drake London, uh, but they're much closer together, two and three. Okay. I uh, to be clear, I would not recommend starting any of these guys. No. So. I had I had Deontay Johnson as a guy you could start. I had him as a start this week. Him and Pickens, I have a 40 and 41. I mean, in three wide receiver leagues, I could see maybe as a flex. Um, oh, did I did I say good. Deontay Johnson? I meant Pickens. Yeah. I just I just jerk say Deontay Johnson when I'm <laughs> referring to a Steelers wide receiver, I guess. Yeah. So, but yeah, I I don't uh, I don't think you need to start those guys. In fact, I really don't think you need to start many players on the Steelers in this game. Yeah. Um, so, uh, what do we think we're, are we going to play Najee Harris if he's playing? 
I can't imagine he plays a full snap share, um, especially with all of the backups healthy. Yeah. I just feel like it's going to be running back by committee. We're not going to have any idea who's going to get the goal line touches. We're not going to have any idea who's going to get the catches. You know, it could be Anthony McFarland day. You never know. Ugh. It's never Anthony McFarland day. <laughs> um, yeah, we did see or, or not see. We heard uh, before injuries started to beset Jalen Warren and Najee Harris that Jalen Warren was going to get a bigger role down the stretch already. Like we heard that before they both got hurt. Right. So I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know if they're going to go 50 50 split there or if they're going to be like, well, Benny Snell showed some stuff last week and give Benny Snell 10 touches for some reason. OK, yeah. Mike, what do you think? Yeah, I think that's exactly what they're going to do. It's going to be a three headed rotation. OK, and then uh, on the Steelers, we're not starting Pickett unless you're exceptionally desperate, but we will start Pat Frymuth against one of the worst tight yep. end defenses in the league. Yep, Fryermuth is the locked and loaded starter of the week for the uh, for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah, is um is he top five at tight end? He's five for me right now. Yeah, I mean overall. Yeah, probably. I mean, I think Kelsey, Andrews, and Hawkinson are the only three guys you could say are definitively ahead of him. I would put Kittle ahead of him still. Um, yeah. But Najoku's hurt right now, mm-hmm. so you know he's either barely playing or not playing um waller's on ir i guess dalton schultz is the next best guy which yeah i would take fryer move he's getting more targets yeah yeah with with uh waller and pitts on ir it really cleans up the top uh top five for some other guys to slide in there um mike is there anything else with the steelers you want to talk about other than they you know shouldn't have beat the colts but they did um (laughs) i'm good Mike's airing his grievances. I'm better. Uh, I um so for the Falcons, I'm gonna say the Falcons win in a uh Marcus Mariota uh, BS game. But um other than like can we start any Falcons? Uh like they don't give Patterson the touches anymore. Yeah. Algiers just getting carries. Uh, Patterson, you can flex Patterson, I suppose, but I wouldn't expect anything more than like ten or eleven points out of him. Yeah. Um, Mariota is an okay streamer, but I would rather find a better option. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I don't think you're going out of your way to start any of them. Yeah, I don't think so either. So let's stop worrying about this game and get into the win, loser, draw. George Pickens, Cordero Patterson, Drake London. Give me Pickens, Patterson, London in that order. Uh, win, lose, and draw. Mm, okay. Mike, what do you think? Uh, London with the win, Pickens with the draw, and Patterson with the loss. No! <laughs> I off the show. How do I kick him out? <laughs> disagreed with me. I'm going to go Cordero Patterson scores a touchdown, so he wins. Um, and then I'll go with a Drake London draw, George Pickens loss. All right. I got the Falcons winning. You two got the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yuck. All right. <laughs> Yeah, I don't want to pick the Steelers, but, you know, what are you going to do? What you got to do. That's what you're going to do. That's right. All right. Next game up. Green Bay Packers go to Chicago, take on the Bears. Packers are four and eight. Chicago's three and nine. This is a 43 and a half point over under. Green Bay, four point favorites. Aaron Jones, A.J. Dillon, Aaron Rodgers, all off the final injury report. Romeo Dubs is true questionable with an ankle. And uh, David Bakhtiari is out with an appendectomy. Um, 
yeah, that was kind of the same noise I made. Hmm. There's also a good amount of bubble guts going around the NFL. Like everybody's out with illness. I don't know what's going on there, but, uh, you know, maybe everybody has COVID again. Who knows? All right. Uh, for Chicago, Justin Fields and Chase Claypool are off the injury report. Big news for Justin Fields, not so much for Chase Claypool. Trevor Simeon undergoing surgery. So Nate Peterman is your backup to roster there. Uh, <laughs> no. No? I won't be doing that. Uh, you can. <laughs> but I won't they, be. They signed another quarterback. Who was it? Oh, yeah. Tim Boyle. <laughs> Tim Boyle. Let's go. <laughs> the, the man that my... Uh, infamous i'm about i'm a, i've had about enough of this goofy white mfr <laughs> that that was the subject that was tim boyle all right um and then uh mike this is your game uh what is your one big question for this game is uh aaron Rodgers going to continue to own the bears uh by that, do you mean, is he going to score a touchdown and then do a goofy thing where he screams at the Bears fans? In which case, yes. Is If it means he's going to have a good game, I'm not so sure. Okay. Yeah. I mean, Aaron Rodgers in the previous matchup against Chicago had 16 points. He was quarterback 17, threw for 234 yards and two touchdowns. I that think sounds about ex- right for this one, too. I think. Yeah, I think that's about what you can expect here. Uh, I, I think he'll be in the... QB 15 to 20 range. Um, he'll he'll be certainly usable in two quarterback leagues. Uh, in one quarterback leagues, I would find somebody else. Yeah, and um, you know, if they, I mean, he's dealing with ribs, his thumb, he's dealing with all kinds of stuff. So if they're they want to win and try to win out and try to see if they can get a wild card spot, their best chance to do that is to give the ball to Aaron Jones and AJ Dillon as much as humanly possible, and then take shots with Christian Watson. And Alan Lazard, when you need a first down, this like whole like, oh, let's try to get Randall Cobb worked in. And, you know, if Romeo Dobbs plays, let's try to get him worked in or uh, Big Bob Tanya. It's like, don't mess around with any of that, because those are all negative EV plays compared to just giving the ball to your two best players on offense. Um, So I think that, yeah, I think Aaron Rodgers will have a lowered expectation for this game. But I ultimately think the the Packers still win because the Bears are not very good. Yeah, I agree. I, I think that. Um, I still, I do think there's a bit of a mental thing going on with the bears and Packers where I don't know if the bears believe they can beat the Packers right now. Um, and with fields banged up, uh, Mooney's out, you know, so not really anybody to throw to green Bay has a pretty good defense. I, I don't think fields is going to be able to do enough by himself to win this game. Yeah. I I don't think so either. The only, the only thing would be like if he breaks off like a 65 yard touchdown run because his injury was his shoulder. So his, his legs are still working fine. Yeah. Or if, I guess if, you know, against green Bay's poor run defense, if David Montgomery goes for like 20 for 125 and two touchdowns. Mm-hmm. All right, Mike, what do you think about your own question? Yeah, I, I think it's going to be one of those games where Aaron Rodgers doesn't do anything fantastic, but leads them to victory. So in a way, it's he still owns the Bears, but not on a statistical sheet. I agree. Sorry, I was yawning. Um, so uh, we're starting Justin Fields, right? Yeah, you have to. Yeah, if he's in, you play him, especially because the injury was a shoulder and it shouldn't affect his um, his throwing. Uh, I'm sorry, his running. Um, and then are we starting Chase Claypool at all? No. No, no, no. 
Would you start Chase Claypool or Romeo Dobbs, Mike? If he plays. I think I'm going to have to go with Dobbs on there. I can't trust Claypool. All right. Uh, I don't know why I'm trusting Dobbs. (laughs) Walker, what do you think? I'd go with Claypool just because he's healthier, I guess. But I don't want either of those guys. Okay. Um, What about Lazard? I'd rather start Elijah more than either of those guys. Gross. Yeah. What about what about uh um Alan Lazard? Um he's a mid tier flex, I guess. You know, I I feel like he's gonna have like four for sixty. Yeah, this game has a lot of just like ugh, options to it. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. So um preferably wanna stay away from him, but uh what about let's rank the uh running backs in this game. Aaron Jones obviously won, but would you go AJ Dillon two or David Montgomery two? Uh, David Montgomery by far. Yeah, terrible Packers run defense. And Montgomery's getting all the carries out of the backfield now. Yeah, Mike, any any uh any other opinions there? No, um, no, because Montgomery's the the guy now, so he'll have the backfield to himself. Where Aaron Jones will split a little bit with AJ Dillon. Okay, um, and so are we gonna are we gonna trust Cole Komet this week? Uh, no. No, why not? Because he's not really that good at football, and he's had two good games. Is that why? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Mike, what do you think about that? And would you start him or Big Bob Tunyon? I I would rather start Tunyon, but I don't see Cole Commit not having a a decent game. I mean, Fields has got to throw it to somebody. (laughs) So, um... You would think that, Mike. (laughs) <laughs> right, you, you would. Um, maybe not. Um, but yeah, I think that's why I, I, I have a little bit more, I guess, security than Walker does about Cole Komet. But um, yeah, if I have to pick between the two, I'm picking Tanya in, in a second. Okay, cool. Uh, anybody else from this game that we should talk about? Uh, I just want to mention that Justin Fields is probably going to throw the ball like 20 times, and nobody will get more than four targets. Yeah, and that somebody will be Dante Pettis, probably, for some reason. Chase Claypool, Dante Pettis, Cole Komet, David Montgomery, and uh, Tristan Ebner all get four targets for some reason. Gross! All right, uh, let's move on. Oh, um, we've all got the the Packers winning this one. Yep. All right, and uh, next game up is uh, Jacksonville at Detroit. Both teams are four and seven. Both teams are big kitties. Uh, 51 and a half point over under Jacksonville, one point favorites. Uh, ETN is dealing with a foot issue, but he should be good to go per, uh, Doug Peterson. Uh, Zay Jones is dealing with a chest issue. He's a questionable. And if, uh, ETN is active, it's likely that Daryl Henderson, who was cut from the Rams and is now on the Jaguars, uh, will be inactive for Detroit. DeAndre Swift, Jeff Akuda, Panesu will all off the injury report and Jamison Williams probably not playing. Um, so Walker, uh, let's talk about, uh, your question, which is really just a bunch of names. Yeah, it's not really a question. I just, uh, I gave you a bunch of this or that options for, uh, players at the same position. Let's do it. One word answers is all I want because we'll, we'll fill in the gaps. Okay. Trevor Lawrence or Jared Goff? Trevor Lawrence. Lawrence. Okay. I agree. Travis Etienne or Jamal Williams? Jamal Williams. Jamal. I agree. Christian Kirk or Amon Ross St. Brown? Amon Ross St. Brown 
in standard Christian or in PPR Christian Kirk and standard. Let's go splitting the difference. I will go with St. Brown as well. So, um, but those are your main guys you're looking at in this game. Goff is the only one of those guys who I wouldn't consider a locked and loaded starter. He's a good streamer because Jacksonville's defense is not that great. And he's at home. His home road splits are pretty stark. So I would expect Goff to play decently well. But I mean, other than those guys, I, I mean, your next best start is like Zay Jones, I guess. Yeah. And Zay Jones might not even play. Yeah, I know he's dealing with injury. Yeah, so um, yeah, Marvin Jones, <laughs> Marvin, it's your cousin Marvin. Um, yeah, I mean it's one of those situations where uh, there's a lot of high end options, and then not a like somebody else is going to score touchdowns in this game because this is going to this is a high scoring game. Fifty one point five over under is no joke. Um, but who is it going to be? You know, we got double revenge game going on in this. Uh, with Marvin Jones and DJ Chark. Oh, and uh, Jamal Agnew. And Jamal Agnew. So we got triple revenge game going on. Uh, we got, uh, you know, um, you know, DeAndre Swift going to be good and take away from Jamal Williams. I doubt it. Um, you know, there's a whole lot of questions for this. And it's just like, you know, is Evan Engram just going to take over and, and steal a Christian Kirk touchdown? Uh, there's going to be a lot of scoring in this one, but these are the only ones that you can like lock and load start, I think. We're going to get a, another Michael Hasty touchdown, and we're going to get a Justin Jackson touchdown, and we're going to get a <laughs> Tom Kennedy touchdown. And a, a Brock Wright touchdown. Yeah, Shane Zilstra touchdown. Shane Zilstra. There you go. There it is. Um, so Trevor Lawrence, top 10 guy this week. Locked and loaded, right? I agree, yeah. Okay, uh, Travis Etienne. If he doesn't play, where would we rank Jermichael Hasty? Is he uh, above the AJ Dillon? Oh yeah. Okay, is he above Rashad White? Mm, I don't know about that. I, Detroit's run defense hasn't been bad, and Jermichael Hasty's not particularly good as a runner. So I would guess that Hasty would probably catch if he was the only guy to the backfield he'd probably catch five or six passes which will help his value but i don't think he'd be very good on the ground so i would put him as like a low-end rb2 i think okay mike what do you think uh yeah i think if he's um pretty much like travis Etienne, just not as talented he's very much straight line speed kind of guy mm-hmm. so if they open up a hole enough for him he he's gone um but don't ask him to do much other than run straight <laughs> Yeah. So, uh, yeah. All right. And then, uh, what are, DeAndre Swift, anything more than a flex? If that much, I, I think he's a good, I think he's a good flex play this week. Um, Jacksonville's defense is not particularly good and Swift's snap share, uh, has been very slowly increasing. He's not even on the injury report for this game. So maybe we see 40%, 45% snaps from Swift. And, uh, yeah, if you've got him, I think, I don't think he's a bad play this week. Okay. Uh, Mike, what do you, what, what are your feelings on DeAndre Swift for this one? As long as he's on the field, I'm playing him. Um, All right. That's yeah. fair enough. My, my concern with DeAndre Swift is, uh, he's had two of his games since he's returned saved by touchdowns. Um, the Jags mostly only allow short touchdowns and that is the domain of Jamal, Jamal. Williams. Jamal yeah. Williams zone. Where he has, I think he has 22 carries inside the five this year. That's 
That's good for fantasy. That is seven more than the number two guy, who is Joe <laughs> <Wow>. Mixon. <laughs> it's ridiculous. He's in there. There, it's inside the five. Jabal Williams starts doing that gif of a uh, Birdman walking in, rubbing his hands. Yeah. Says, Let's go score a touchdown. Um, shout out to my buddy who texted me like week two was like, is Jamal Williams this year's James Connor? And I was like, I guess I could see it where he just gets a zillion touchdowns. So shout out to Joe Berg. All right. Um, let's get that win, loser draw going. Uh, Zay Jones, if he plays Evan Engram and Deandre Swift, let's go win Zay Jones, uh, who, if he plays, we're going to start right Walker. Yes. All right. Uh, right, uh, draw DeAndre Swift, which is like 42 yards and a touchdown and three catches and, uh, lose the man who I'm not allowed to talk about anymore. I've banned myself from talking about him. <laughs> um, I'm going to go win DeAndre Swift draws a Jones loss. The man that Jeff won't talk about anymore. Yeah. Uh, would we start him this week? Um, I mean, I think you can. If you're a tight end streamer guy, then he's going to be one of your best stream options, if not your best streaming option this week. Mm-hmm. Detroit's not good against tight ends. So I could see a situation where where you're starting him and you don't feel too bad about it. But, um, yeah, I mean, if you could get Hayden Hurst or Gerald Everett, I would rather play them. But, you know, if you're – I would rather play Engram than Dawson Knox or Greg Dulcich. Yeah. That's uh, kind of how I feel, except he's terrible and I can't say anything good about him. All right. Um, let's uh, let's move on to the next one. We all got Detroit winning this game. Uh, Jets, seven and four, travel to Minnesota, who is nine and two. This is a 45 and a half point over under. Minnesota, three point favorites. Michael Carter is doubtful with his ankle injury. Christian Derrissaw is out with a concussion. And Mike, there is a name that I did not mention because he's off the injury report. And that's the guy you're going to ask the question about for the New York Jets. Yeah, Goody. Uh, is there going to be enough sauce, as in Sauce Gardner, to hold JJF under 95 yards? I mean, Sauce Gardner's been good, but I mean, nobody's stopping Justin Jefferson. Nobody? Nobody. I, mean, I think Justin Jefferson will have a solid game, but I, I think he'll be under 95 in this one. I, I would go with maybe. Six for 85 and a touchdown. Six for 96 and a touchdown. Let's go. Oh, okay. Ah. Mike, what do you think about this? Do you think Sauce is going to lock him up? Uh, To a degree. uh, I think more 85 to 90 range. Oh, you're both wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Jeff vetoing. Veto. So are we benching Justin Jefferson then? Yeah, get him. Get him out. <laughs> Forget about it. He's not He's done. He's got stinks. Man, I never seen such a sorry player in my life. <laughs> what what uh what is his uh ridiculous catch that nobody should make uh this week gonna be? Uh he's gonna catch it with um his gonads. No, he's gonna catch it he's gonna catch it between his helmet and his shoulder. Okay. Hell yeah. See, I was thinking that it gets wedged into the defender's helmet and he rips it out of there. With his teeth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, his helmet falls off and he rips it out of there with his teeth. That's right. So uh, bench Justin Jefferson if you have Devontae Adams and Tyreek Hill. 
Uh, That's I have looked at your rings, Walker. So <laughs> yeah, you, you will agree with that. I will indeed. Yes. Yeah. So what I was I was stalling. What I was looking for is Sauce Gardner has allowed over 95 yards once this year. Uh, he's actually allowed over 60 yards once this year to a one person that he was covering, um, and that was T. Higgins back in Week Three, 105 yards on eight targets, six receptions. Um, so uh, very good rookie, I would say. Uh, some might say he he might be the rookie of the year. Um, there there on the defensive side. All right. Um, other than this, are we starting Mike White? Let's go. Um, I I mean Minnesota is not a bad matchup, so I think you can stream Mike White if you're desperate. But I wouldn't be like running to the waiver wire and being like, I'll, I'm dropping thirty five bucks on Mike White. <laughs> All right, clipping out that part where Walker says. I'm dropping 35 bucks on Mike White. <laughs> Great. That's going to be a sting on Twitch or something. <laughs> um, Mike, how do you feel about your namesake? I like Mike. I like the color white. I like Mike White. All right. Are we starting Mike White or Kirk Cousins this week? Cousins. Cousins, yeah. Mike White or Jared Goff? Uh, I might go with Mike White. Yeah, Mike White. Mike White or uh, Daniel Dimes? Uh, Danny. What'd you say, Mike? White. All right. So that's kind of your range where you're looking at for for, uh, Mike White. So uh, we're starting Justin Jefferson. Are we starting Adam Thielen? I think he's good flex this week. Yeah, I think so as well. All right. Mike, Mike was looking very co- uh, contemplative, contemplative. How do you say that word? He's, he was he, he was really, really considering deeply his answer. And then he was just like, you know what? Yeah, that does sound good, actually. That sounds right hey, to me. Yeah. That sounds pleasant. All right. Sort out these <laughs> wide receivers for me. On uh, the Jets. On the Jets. Uh, uh, Garrett Wilson, smash start. You got to play him. So, 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 smash start of the week. <laughs> I'm going to have like. I'm gonna that have was like my live drop. Smash starts <laughs> in the league. <laughs> it's turning into a sicko stash part two. Yeah. Uh, Elijah which, Moore. Which Mike? I, by the way, do you listen to the the Wednesday episodes at all? Uh, rarely. We started with one sicko stash of the week, and Walker and I are up to to ten combined sicko stashes at this point. Now ten? Yeah. It's really good. Wow. <laughs> it's out of control. Uh. Yeah, Elijah Moore, speculative flex. Uh, I would expect something in the like three or four targets range, but he is a talented player after the catch, and Minnesota gives up receiving touchdowns. So I could see a situation where he has like three for 50 in the touchdown on four targets. Okay. Mike, would you start Elijah Moore or George Pickens? Oh, that's a tough one. I liked Elijah Moore last week, but... Pickens has been more more consistent, but how do we know that Eliza Moore is not going to be more consistent with Mike White from here on out? Yeah, I don't know. Um, I I like the offense better with the Jets than I do the Steelers, so I'll take another shot and go with Eliza Moore. Okay, uh, Walker, um, same question. Uh, Eliza Moore. Okay, um, I am stalling because I'm trying to pull up my article where I I talked about Eliza Moore. And uh, I have his st- stats with and without Zach Wilson uh, in his career. And they are, uh, we'll say, they are interesting. <laughs> Very intriguing statistical analysis. from. Jeff. I know you had a great game against the Colts last year. 
Um, All right. Uh, here we go. Uh, I never mind. I uh, I wrote it down and I did not uh, put it in the thing. Uh, it's very di- very much different, folks. <laughs> yeah, he he's better without without Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> we did all that to say. We did all that to say. Hey, you know uh, when Zach Wilson was quarterback, that wasn't very good. Yeah, uh, he sucks. You know, he you know that he's not quarterback anymore. That's better. That's that better. Is better. No, it's got to. It's got to be in here somewhere. All right. Uh, talk about. Uh, are we going to start uh, Tyler Conklin <laughs> in uh, this one? I mean, I'm definitely. I'm definitely not stalling to find this. He's in the Evan Ingram, Hayden Hurst, Dewan Johnson streaming range where it's like. Yeah, you feel okay about it, but I wouldn't expect a huge game or anything. I wouldn't put Hayden Hurst in that category. I think Harry Hurst is above that group. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, I I guess I just have them bunched up this week because Hurst's matchup is okay, and the other two guys' matchups are better. But mm. no, I, I think that, uh, yeah, I, I think that Hurst overall has been a more consistent player than those other guys, certainly. Yeah, for sure. Um, they're actually using the tight end than they did the previous years. And maybe that's just because Hayden Hurst is a first round choice and the other ones were not. Yeah. I don't even know if CJ Uzoma got drafted. I, I found it. Jeff found it. Over the last two years, Elijah Moore with Zach Wilson averages 4.5 targets, two catches and 22 yards per game for 5.3 PPR points with anyone else prior to week 12. He averaged 7.5 targets, five catches, and 68 yards per game for 15.5 PPR points. Yeah. Wow. And I did not put a week on this. They're Again, saying more and more. They're saying Elijah Moore, league winner. That's right. You're hearing it. Uh, uh, Moore spelled M-O-O-R-E. That's right. More and more, folks. Uh, all right. I think that's it for this game. Um, is there anything else that anybody would like to add? Uh, play TJ Hawkinson. Yes, play play the Hawk, Rock Hawk. And um, oh, the running backs for the yeah, for the Jets. And play play Dalvin Cook, and then um, I would expect Zonovan Knight to be the bigger part of the timeshare with Ty Johnson. Uh, Michael Carter, you said was doubtful, so yeah, it doesn't um, look like he's gonna play. Zonovan Knight is a fringe running back too, I would say, and then Ty Johnson is in middling flex. That's the one that came out of nowhere. Zonovan Knight. Should we should we tell Mike the great joke that I told this week about? Yeah, uh, go for it. The, uh, call, call him Bane, Mike, because uh, the the Bam Knight rises, folks. <laughs> Let's go. I can't believe you got Mike to chuckle on that guy. <laughs> it, it's called being a good friend, Walker. <laughs> All right. I will never be a good friend. <laughs> I'll never be a good be, be a good friend to my ass. I will oh, not no. never be. A good I wish I hadn't named the episode a few weeks ago. Uh, something my ass. I'll never do something because we can't do that every single week. So, all right. Um, I. You know what? Give me the New York Football Jets. I was gonna say Mike's picking the Jets, or not Mike, Jeff. I don't I'm know. I'm the I'm New York about. Football Jets. Let's go. Uh, I'm, you both are picking. The- I'm doing the podcast. I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> That's right. Uh, you both are picking the Minnesota Vikings. All right. Let's move on to the next game. Giants, 7-4, and four, traveled to Washington, who are 7-5. and 40-and-a-half point over under in this one. Washington, two-point favorites uh, for the Giants. 
these following players are questionable with the following maladies. Daniel Bellinger, I. Ricky James, knee. Darius Slayton, bubble guts. Uh, Evan Neal is off the injury report. He will be playing. For Washington, uh, Trey Turner is out, and Antonio Gibson was a late downgrade this week um, dealing with a foot injury, and he is likely to be limited if he even plays in this game. So um, before we get to my question in this one, it's time for trivia. Trivia, trivia. All right. So let me just do this. Get this up on the screen for you folks. All right. Walker's already seen this. It is. It's Kendall Fuller. (laughs) And as as we've uh, shown, I believe it is Walker six wins, Mike one win. Mike's coming back. Yikes. Sometimes when you win a 13-game series, seven to six, you start uh, one and six. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they do. Isn't it 13 games? No, it's 12 games for the chess world championship. Is it 12? Yeah, it's 12. He says not knowing anything about it. All right. Uh, According to Pro Football Reference, the Washington Commanders have 76 bad throws this year. This ties them with what AFC South team for the league lead? Colts. Mike says Colts. Walker says Colts. Colts. Uh, Davis Mills, baby. What? Get it out of here. Get that question out of here. 76 bad throws, according to Pro Football Reference. Pro Football Reference is stupid. They don't know what they're talking about. (laughs) Mike's I, like Mike's like I'm gonna chart him I'm gonna chart him all good throws. Yeah, <laughs> every throw's a good throw. <laughs> I I I I couldn't think of which one you are making fun of the Colts or Davis Mills. <laughs> I don't know either. Both, I, guess. <laughs> I knew you were messing with Mike, but I didn't know how. Yeah. All right. Um. So my question for this one is uh, is Curtis Samuel still a startable fantasy asset? So what I did is I looked back at the six games that Taylor Heineke has started. And uh, in those six games, he is averaging three rush attempts for 19 yards, four targets, two catches, and 34 yards. So you're looking at 53 yards and two catches. So you're looking at 7.3 fantasy points in PPR if he does not score a touchdown. This is with Taylor Heineke. This is after last week. His He only had... Four rushes for 13 yards, zero targets. But if you're an IDP delete, he did get you a tackle. So um, can we keep starting um, Curtis Samuel? Or is he kind of going from that starter to bench to off the roster? Yeah, I don't think you can play him right now. I mean, he hasn't gotten more than four targets since week seven. Uh, the commanders don't have any good matchups for receivers the rest of the way. Um, there's also a bye week in there. So um, I don't know if your trade deadline hasn't gone. Maybe try to flip Curtis Samuel for something. Okay. Mike, how do you feel? Yeah, uh, he hasn't been much for if anything for quite a while. So he had a very good start to the season. But since then, then I, I'm not starting him. Um, get him out. Get him out. He's out of Especially here. Especially against the Giants. I'm not starting him. Yeah. So, um, all right. So. We've got – who are we starting this game? Terry McLaurin, Saquon Barkley, and then we move on? Um, Brian Robinson with no Antonio Gibson? If Gibson doesn't play, then I think you can definitely start Robinson because I don't even know who their number two running back would be at that point. Um, Is it Jarrett Patterson? Oh, yeah. He's there, isn't he? Yeah. Or or Jonathan Williams? Jonathan Williams was who I was thinking of, yeah. Is so, Peyton well, Barber still there? No. <laughs> 
uh, yeah, Brian Robinson is startable if uh, if Gibson's out. And yeah, McLaurin is like a high end wide receiver three, low end wide receiver two. I think Daniel Jones is a fringe starter at quarterback, but you're not excited about it. And that's it. Mike, like, how do you feel? Uh, about Brian Robinson or about, about uh, who other than we'll say Saquon Barkley, uh, not any other Saquon, Saquon Barkley, just got to be specific here. Um, Brian Robinson and Terry McLaurin. Are there any co- commanders or giants we're starting other than those three? I think you, you, no, no, just those three. Um, but you're, you're going to start anybody else now. Yeah. And, uh, the, uh, third w- running back in uh, Washington is Jonathan Williams. Jarrett okay. Patterson is on the practice squad. Okay, yeah, so it's going to be, if if Gibson doesn't play, it's going to be like 85% Brian Robinson and 15% Jonathan Williams. Yeah, so we already saw this game happen. It was the Bills and the Patriots last night, where it's two teams where um, the defenses, they're going to let their defenses lead the way. And their offenses will just do what they're going to do in the background. And um, I don't want to start anybody but McLaurin. Even as a wide receiver three, I think he is at this point. Um, we only have two teams on by. And um, it's only, what, DJ Moore, Hollywood Brown, and DeAndre Hopkins on by at wide receiver. Yeah. Um, and, of course, Shai Smith. How could I forget Shai Smith? Oh, yeah. Um, Very important. So, LaVisca so, uh Yeah. Visca, Visca truthers, folks. Uh, they're they're taking a nap this week. Um, so I would go Terry McLaurin as like a wide receiver three. I would go Brian Robinson as a running back two if there's no Antonio Gibson, and I would go Saquon as a running back one. But that's it for this game. Uh, Walker believes in Danny Dimes as a streamer this week. I don't particularly believe in uh, Daniel Dimes with a Z. Dimes. All right, uh, who's who's winning this game? New York Football Giants. That's right. I got Washington. Hey, Mike knew who he picked. <laughs> That's because I just looked. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm giving Mike crap about that literally as I'm filling this out as we go. <laughs> All right. So the next game up, uh, we got uh, Tennessee at Philadelphia. A little Super Bowl preview, maybe. Oh, my God. <laughs> Tennessee 7-4, and four, Philly 10-1, and 44.5 win over under, Philly 5-point favorites. We've all got Philly winning this game. Traylon Burks is uh, one of many players in the league this week dealing with bubble guts. He's questionable but should be playing. Uh, Devonta Smith is off the injury report, and Dallas Goddard wants off of IR, but he won't be eligible until week 15. So uh, see if he got dropped in your league, scoop him up. Put him on your bench, see what happens. Um, I doubt that that happened, but just in case. So, Walker, what is your big question for this game? Well, I really want to talk about my running back 43 on the week. Dontrell, Dontrell Hillier. Oh, no, <laughs> Hillier. Let's do uh, that. Um, no. Uh, Every time I strongly take a, a stance against a player that Walker likes, they do well. So, Dontrell <laughs> Hilliard's going to suck this week. There you go. Yeah, Dontrell Hilliard now will get two carries for 10 yards and two catches for 20 yards and a touchdown. Yep, that's right. Just enough to be annoying to me. Traylon Burks over under 60 receiving yards. Uh, over 61. Yeah. <laughs> Four catches had, for 61 yards. I had uh, 65, so I'm saying yes. Okay. I, I think I'm going to go under um, just barely. I, I think 55 is about right. 
I don't think the Eagles will give up the big bomb that they've been getting. Um, but I think Burks will still be pretty efficient with his catches. So, yeah, I, I would expect like four for 50, four for 55. And uh, maybe he scores a touchdown. You never know. He's big guy. Big big He's guy. Big guy. Uh, are we starting Traylon Burks or Devonta Smith? Devonta Smith. Yeah. I, the... Tennessee, I always forget which one. Is the Tennessee passing defense good or are they bad? No. Passing pass defense, defense is bad. Bad right. defense is good. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, I will go with Devontae Smith. Devontae Smith. Smash start of the week. Smash start of the week. Smash, 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 smash. Smash. All right. Um, so, we're starting uh, this Jalen Hurts fella, obviously. Are we going to start Ryan Tannehill in this one or is it... it I'll answer for both of you. This is a matchup you get away from. Do not get cute. Absolutely not. All right. Uh, unless, Mike, do you have a different opinion there? No, nah, there's probably 12 to 14 quarterbacks I'd rather start over Tannehill. Are we getting cute with Quez Watkins? No. No. He's he's like that itch, you know, that the, the <laughs> always itch? like pops I've up the, and I've got the follows quiz. the hell out of you. <laughs> I've got the Quez. <laughs> yeah. got the Quez. I went to the, man. I went to the doctor. It's not good. He said I got the quiz. <laughs> All right. Um, That's like when backs, somebody goes, like when somebody goes to the doctor and they come back and they say, "I got the gout." <laughs> the gout. Uh, I I knew a guy who got gout and he said the gout. Yeah. Um. So let's see. We're starting Derrick Henry. We're starting Miles Sanders. Yes. No. Maybe. Flex. Yeah, I think you can start Miles Sanders. Okay. Mike, what do you think? Yeah, I'd flex. Mike's him. flexing him. Mike's flexing on him with Miles Sanders. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> All righty. Um, tight ends, don't start them. All right. Uh, let's move on to the next game. Denver at Baltimore. Oh, we all have Philly. Denver at Baltimore. Oh, Denver's three and eight. Baltimore's seven and four. 38 and a half point over under Baltimore, eight point favorites. Uh, we all got Baltimore winning this game. Uh, Cortland Sutton, again, bubble guts. Uh, Jerry Judy uh, is dealing with an ankle. Probably not going to play. Um, he's on the wrong side of questionable. KJ Hamler suffered a setback. KJ, this is the uh, middle of the saga that ends with uh, KJ Hamler was cut with an injury designation uh, next offseason. Uh, he's out in Denver in, indefinitely. Indenvernately. Indenvernately. Uh, for Baltimore, Kyle Hamilton, Ronnie Staley are both questionable. Lamar Jackson, Isaiah Likely are off the injury report. J.K. Dobbins is not returning this week, according to John Harbaugh. All right. Who's that? That is the head coach of the Baltimore. That is the brother of Jim Harbaugh. Oh, okay. Yeah. He's just some guy. Okay. All right. So this trivia question, tri -tri 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 trivia, has to do with the Denver Broncos backfield. Well, I the don't want to talk about them. The Denver Broncos have had 15 different players get a carry for them this season, Jeez. which leads the NFL. Which team has had the fewest players rush the ball? Only six players. And I gave you both a hint. It's either the AFC North or the NFC North. So I cut it down to 25% of the league. Okay. Um, Who's had the fewest players rush up the ball for them? I would say the Steelers. Okay, Mike says the Steelers. I'm 
I'm thinking about it, and I don't think there's been that many. So I'm I'm going to go with the Detroit Lions. You are both incorrect. Oh for two. It is the Green Bay Packers. They've had okay. only six players rush the football for them: AJ Dillon, Romeo Dobbs, Kylan Hill, Aaron Jones, Aaron Rodgers, and Christian Watson. So oh for two. Ugh. I thought Even, you were gonna. I thought you were gonna have us name as many of the fifteen as possible. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking about doing that, but then it would just be like, uh, KJ Hamler, uh, Eric Tomlinson, uh, <laughs> Eric Saubert. Like it would just be naming down roster guys on the Broncos. Yeah, but um, that'd be funny. That would be funny. Uh, Kendall Hinton, Kendall Hinton with the new Christian McCaffrey run throw and, uh, receive Jalen Virgil. Uh, all right. My question. Do either of these teams have any surprises left in store or are are they what they are at this point? Yeah, I don't think there's Greg Roman certainly not going to come up with anything new. He hasn't come up with anything new in four years. So, yeah, uh, and Russell Wilson can't process anything new. <laughs> no. So it's it's going to be exactly the same as, as it's been. The implied point total in this game is 23 to 15 Baltimore. And, uh, that sounds about right to me. Yeah, I, I think that there's going to be like uh, three touchdowns in this game. So one of them's going to be a, a, a turnover returned no. by the Ravens. OK, then four touchdowns. I, I think I think Lamar runs one in. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't even know if he throws for one in this game, but he'll probably run for enough against Denver's decent but not great run defense. Their pass defense is a lot better. So I think Lamar running will have a good game, but passing, no. And, I mean, for Denver, it's like Latavius Murray is the only guy you can confidently start, which is crazy to say. Yeah. Yeah. So I was going to ask if there was anybody else on Denver. If, like, Mike, do you, how do you feel about Cortland Sutton this week? Probably the best receiver on either of these teams, but that's like saying, you know, five for 63 is, is a great game. Um, <laughs> it's the way yeah. that Marcus Jones led the Patriots in receiving yards last night. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. Wh- um, which random guy will lead the Broncos in receiving yards this week? I'm going with Montrell Washington. Oh God. I'm going to go with, uh, in a coup, uh, Russell Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to get really, a Kendall Hinton trick play. I was going to say, that'd be really funny if they did like a Kendall Hinton trick play and <laughs> Russ caught like a 40-yard pass. <laughs> I'm open. Yeah, so, um, all right. So, no to Russ. Yes to Lamar. Uh, I mean, yes to Lamar? Question mark? Well, yeah. That's, I, I ended it's it with a, a sentence, but it should, or a period, it should end with a question mark. Yeah. No. I, I mean, I definitely don't think you're going to get a great game out of him this week. It's a fantastic pass defense, so... Just then, there's nobody to throw to other than Mark Andrews, so it, it's just not going to work out. The it, there's the defense is too good for the bad weapons. Um, and like I said, I think Lamar will run well, but I think it's going to be a floor game 15 points, 16 points. He's only been at uh, QB 12 once since week three, and that was last week when he was a QB 12. Yeah, and that was back-to-back QB1 weeks before that, and that's kind of floated his mm, average mm, points. Li- lying, Mike, lying. Uh-oh! Uh-oh, did I QB get caught al- QB11, oh. week 6. QB9, week 8. QB10, week 9. QB8, week 12. Are, are you looking at FF today, though? 
Oh, FF I'm looking today's at stuff, Sleeper. Hold on. FF to, Mike, FF today, uh-huh. uh, their default settings are 20 passing yards per point. So everything gets all screwed up instead yeah. of 25. That That's what I look at. Is Yeah. The FFT, FF today default, I always have to change it. So, so maybe aha. That's Liar. Stand corrected. Got his ass. Liar. <laughs> Walker and I combined to destroy Mike. Uh, I'm obliterated. <laughs> Millennials uh, obliterate Gen X. <laughs> Boomer destroyed on podcasts. <laughs> All right. Um, I'm not that old. I'm not, I a, boomer. not a boomer. Come on. I know. I know. Uh, can Thank we, can, Walker? Can we make this the last time we mention Greg Dulcich on this podcast until he does something? Yeah, until further notice, uh, he don't play him. Get him out of here. Uh, dull. Dull. It's a dull sitch for him. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> um, all right. So let's 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 focus again. So yes to Russ. I'm sorry. No to Russ. Maybe to Lamar Jackson. Yes to Latavius Murray. Or would, do we say maybe to Gus Edwards as a flex? Uh yeah, I mean he's a lower end flex, I would say. You know, like I would play, I would play Zonovan Knight over Gus Edwards for sure. Would wow. you play Ty Johnson? Mm, no, I don't think so. Okay. Um, Cortland Sutton is the best wide receiver, but like Mike said, it's like what yeah, does I have, what I does have, the best mean in this game? I have him at thirty. Yeah, so he's a flex. Um, and, uh, you are starting Mark Andrews. All right. Uh, we are, um, call us a bunch of people having fun. Cause we've all got a ball, <laughs> ball, ball, yeah. ball, 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 uh, call us minute Bull's son. If people don't actually know what his name is, uh, ball, 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 ball. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Next game up Cleveland at Houston, Cleveland, four and seven, Houston, one, nine and one, Oof. 47 point over under Cleveland, seven point favorites. Uh, David Njoku won't be playing in this game. Um, what are we going to call him? The guy uh, I'm just calling. I, I'm just going to say his name. I don't the care. big guy, the big guy. I just call him DW. That's DW. Like. Deshaun Watson. He's back. He's a he's a bad person. Um, oh. For Houston, Derek Stingley and Brandon Cooks, who are better people, they're going to be out in this game. Rex Burkhead has a concussion. He's questionable. He actually was um, at the riots on January 6th. Um, just just saying. No, that's a joke. I was trying I to make it. What? I didn't know I was, that. <laughs> I was trying to give the Texans a bad guy, and Rex Burkhead was right there. Wow. Uh, all right. So the question for this one is from Mike. Mike, what do you want to ask for this one? So after two lackluster weeks, will Damian Pierce um, back come back to life in this matchup? Yes. Next question. Okay. Kind of. <laughs> I, Somewhat. I don't think he will continue to average one yard per carry. Um, Walker taking the bold stances. <laughs> I think <laughs> it'll be better than that. But I know I know Cleveland has a pretty uh, a pretty terrible run defense. The Houston right now is a pretty terrible run offense, and Damian Pierce doesn't really catch the ball. So I think that he will do a lot better than he has the past two weeks, but I still don't think he's anything more than like a lower-end RB2. Um, 
I think he's going to rush for a lot because the Cleveland uh, defense is terrible. But like Walker said, he doesn't really catch the football. They don't really throw him the football. Um, so they don't, you know, he doesn't get a lot of catches. I think he's had, yeah, two, three, two, and two in his last three games. So they stopped throwing him the football. And um, I think it's a bounce back game, but I think it's like 100, it's like 12 fantasy points because he's not going to catch any balls. So not yeah. spectacular, but enough to be relevant or some sort. I mean, my one of my things that might happen this week was I had Nick Chubb and Damian Pierce combined for 300 rushing yards. And Whoa. well, let's be clear here. Most of that is going to be Nick Chubb. <laughs> Nick Chubb's so going to be like 180 of it. So da- Damian Pierce is uh, the wrestling gif of the uh, the guy rising up out of the coffin. Yes, uh, that would be the Undertaker, wouldn't it? Uh well, I don't know. I don't know anything about wrestling. I don't. I know names of wrestlers. That is, that would be the coffin guy would be Undertaker. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Walker and I draw from the same knowledge base of of uh, wrestling, which is uh, Kath Barbadoro. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about it. Yes, that is pretty much it. Well, also, uh, um, Block Party talks about wrestling sometimes. Oh yeah. All right. Um. So here's my question for you folks uh what does deshaun watson's return mean for the browns offense what do we think is going to happen because when we saw him in preseason oh brother that guy stinks yeah i mean i i'm kind of operating as if it's just normal right now because i don't think that early on in Watson's return, it's going to be a lot different than Jacoby Brissett. I think it's going to be a lot of running the ball, especially since Houston has a horrible run defense, the worst in the league. Um, I, I expect them to just run the ball most of the game. Eventually I would expect, uh, I would expect Donovan Peoples Jones to return to a more high variance role instead of the more consistent role that he's been in. Um, because I think he'll be the designated downfield guy that Watson likes. And then, you know, David Bell ends up picking up a couple more targets underneath. I don't know if that makes Bell relevant this season, but I think that he'll be a little bit more involved more consistently. Cooper should still be really good. That that I don't think will change. Yeah, Mike, what do you think? Yeah, more more receivers will definitely get involved and be more relevant. Um Hopefully, hopefully Bell can, you know, grow in his rookie season and Cooper is going to be steady as, as much as he has been. And Donovan Peoples-Jones, as Walker was pointing out, will go more further down the field because they don't have to shorten the field because Jacoby Brissett's throwing the ball, you know. So um, Watson will be able to, to go deep with him and that, that'll help his point total because he can do the intermediate and, and downfield action. Yeah, um, I think that this fully decimates Kareem Hunt because Deshaun Watson's a running quarterback, and right. he's a quarterback who looks downfield. So these like dump offs, the what little value Kareem Hunt has had, um, is gone. I think. Yeah, for sure. It's yeah. If it's not already, it's been gone. All right. Um, I'm still surprised they didn't trade him. I guess they weren't. There was an offers. But yeah, it sounds like they wanted a fourth for him. I think that's what they wanted. And nobody was biting, which is funny because um, the it sounds like the 
Rams were valuing uh, Cam Akers at about a fourth as well. So um, would you rather have Cam Akers or Kareem Hunt for a fourth round pick? Yeah, uh, I'm pretty <laughs> easily there. Yeah, I will give you a conditional seventh. The condition becomes nothing if he stays on my roster. It becomes nothing. Um, all right. And then um, on Houston, um, no Brandon Cooks. Can we trust leaning into Nico Collins with Kyle Allen still under center? I'm not really interested in anybody in the passing offense. That was going to be my next question. Uh, I mean, if anybody, I feel like the guy who started to get more involved was Jordan Aikens. Yeah, that was. Yeah, he um he was getting a good amount of targets last week. Um, so would we would we go streamer on Jordan Aikens or a like, hey, let's see what happens because he had five for sixty one last week, but that was his most targets on the year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I so mean, it, it, Aikens is a streamer type. Uh, this is not a great matchup for tight ends, so. Probably not this week, but I mean, I, I think in the future you can maybe consider Akins. Okay. Mike, what do you think about this Houston Texans team? Can we consider Akins? Will you consider Akins? Um, no, he, Akins pops up here and there, and then he disappears for like 10 weeks. Um, he, yeah, he did that last year. He's done that this year. Uh, I, there's, there's really no trust in, in him. I don't even know if there's trust in any of these Houston Texans players. I mean, there's barely even trust in their best player in Pierce. So it's it's just one of those things that get lesser that's already less. Yeah, man's got uh, Vance McDonald disease. He just shows up for a week or two. Everybody's like, ooh, fancy. And then he sucks yep. forever. Um, mm-hmm. So uh, that's it for Houston. For Cleveland, we've run it through. Uh, we all think Cleveland's going to win this one. Yeah, all right. yeah they should. And then let's get to the game of the week. The Jeff sits in the rain game of the week. Uh, Miami eight and three travels to San Francisco, who is seven and four, 46 and a half point over under San Francisco, four point favorites. Um, injuries in this one, Teron Armstead is doubtful with a pec injury. Austin Jackson is out. So they could be without their left and right tackles. Raheem Mostert is off the injury report. Debo is doubtful with a quad injury. Eric Armstead is returning from injury. Christian McCaffrey says he dodged a bullet and he should be good to go for a full workload on Sunday, which is good because Elijah Mitchell is on IR, which means, do you know what time it is? Darian Davis Price. No. Uh, uh, Tevin Coleman. Who? Tevin. Yes, I was going to say, who can Kyle Shanahan not quit? It's Tevin, Tevin Coleman, baby. baby. Marlon Mack still there or did Marlon Mack go? His no, own Marlon Mack got signed by... Um, the, the Broncos. The Broncos. That's right. Yeah. Okay. So, um, do you do you both know what else? What time it is? Uh, trivia time. Close. Family feud time. It's time for the feud. The Let's feud. go. All right. This one has nothing to do with Christian McCaffrey. I promise. Uh. Okay. And it's I'll not a rope. When thing. I see it. <laughs> All right. Show question. Tyreek Hill and Jaden Waddle have more receiving yards than any duo in the NFL. Which duos rank two through six? And you don't have to give me the players, just the teams. Cincinnati. Mike says Cincinnati, and Mike is wrong. What? Cincinnati is not in the top five in duos because people keep getting hurt. Damn it. All right, Walker. And this is just receivers? 
This is just uh no, this is receiving yards. Receiving yards, uh the Chiefs. Yeah, I was gonna say that kind of gave Walker a hint. The Kansas City Chiefs are third. Walker, would you like to play or pass? I will play. Okay, so we're looking for uh number one, two, four, and five in receiving yards behind um Jalen Waddle and Tyree Kill. And uh Casey was Travis Kelsey and Juju. Uh Buffalo. Buffalo is second. Stefan Diggs and Gabe Davis have a combined 1,760 receiving yards. Minnesota. Minnesota is first. Adam Thielen and Justin Jefferson combined 1,785 receiving yards. Okay. Um, this is where it gets tough. Yeah, I, I know. Uh, Tampa Bay? Tampa Bay is incorrect. How can you say Tampa Bay? <laughs> Seattle. Again, Walker. That Seattle would be up there. This is ridiculous. Um, Cleveland. All right, Mike. Here's your chance to steal. We're looking for the number five or and six teams Ooh, in receiving yard duos. So you get a chance to steal. Ugh. This only is one answer, though. Only one answer. You only got to get one of them. Philadelphia. Yes. Mike number five is Philadelphia. Damn number it. four, it would take you 32 guesses to get there. Because one guy has a lot of yards and another guy doesn't. It's Devontae Adams and Matt Hollins. Vegas. Yep. In Vegas. So Mike wins the family feud for this week. Woo! Yes. Mike, First time ever. Mike, Mike takes a commanding one nothing lead. An yeah. insurmountable one nothing lead. <laughs> it's not, I don't right. think it's insurmountable. All right. Um Yeah, there's one more question, and then the tiebreaker is the fifth question. So uh, my question for this game, though, is uh, is the student Mike McDaniel, is he now the master or does Kyle Shanahan know all of Mike McDaniel's moves and he knows exactly how to counter them with a superior defense? I would say neither of those things. All right. What what is the reality then? I think San Francisco probably wins a really close game. I I, I think that both offenses will be mostly pretty productive. Um, I think George Kittle has a good game. I think the Miami receivers will do well. Um, I don't expect Tua to really turn the ball over. So, no, I think both teams will score. I think this game will go over 46.5. And, a half. and uh, I, I think San Francisco wins by a score. Okay. Mike, what do you think? Uh, well, I, I think the student, because I got the Miami Dolphins in this game. How dare you, Mike? <laughs> Mike's fired. Mike is fired. All right. Yeah. Um, so uh, I'm lost. Okay. So we're, are we going to start to a tongue of Iloa? 49ers have not allowed a uh, score in the second half in over a month. Wow. Um, they are a good defense. Are we still going to start to a tongue of Iloa in this one? Yes. That is correct. 
Cool. They're definitely a good defense, but I, I like Tua this year. He's been really, really good. So I'm going with Tua. Okay. Um, are we starting Jimmy Garoppolo against a less good Miami defense? Yeah, I think you can. Uh, definitely he's the best widely available streamer I think you'll be able to find. Okay. Even without Debo Samuel? Yeah, I think he'll still be pretty good. Yeah, I think that George Kittle and Christian McCaffrey. I think having going from Debo Samuel to Christian McCaffrey is a nice consolation prize. I think the Niners <laughs> will be okay there. Um, Brandon Ayuk is he a must start? Uh, with Debo out, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I won't even uh ask about the Miami guys. Yeah, because you're definitely playing them. Yeah. All right, are we are we gonna play Trent Sherfield and River Craycraft in a revenge game? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, definitely. Okay. Uh, CMC, we're playing. What about the Miami running backs? What's going on there? Uh, Jeff Wilson, I would say, is a low-end RB2 or high-end flex. Um, he still has a pretty consistent role, but San Francisco is a really good run defense, so I don't expect him to be super efficient. Raheem Mostert, I would try not to start. Really? Okay. Why is that? Because Jeff Wilson has the slightly bigger role in the offense, and Mostert is coming off of an injury, and San Francisco's run defense is really good, so I don't I don't think that uh, I don't think there's going to be enough opportunity in a bad matchup. Okay. See, this is my thought um, from having watched Raheem Mostert for a long time. He is the reason why I don't trust players coming off of injury. Like that's the long and the short of it. Like th- that man can just re-injure anything like nobody's business. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, actually, that's not true. He is the second best running back of the Kyle Shanahan era in getting re-injured right away. The first being, of course, Elijah Mitchell. Third being Matt Breida. <laughs> Brat Brat Mita. Brat Mita. That's right. Uh, that is. Uh, all right, we'll get there. Brat Mita. Nope, we're not going to get there. All right. Um, uh, that's when. Uh... No, I, the only thing I come up with is a very NSFW. We're not going to go there. Hey, Walker. <laughs> hey, Walker. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> um, we'll, we'll let you figure that one out. Uh, um, so uh, don't start Mike Kosicki in this one. From the man who warned you against Juwan Johnson last week, who had a touchdown, slapped out of his hands in the end zone. Jeff don't knew. Start, don't start Mike Kosicki. Um, do I think it. that does it for this game. Um, is this going to be the best game of the week? It certainly it could be. be. Yeah, uh, wrong. KC Cincinnati. Yeah, mm, sure. Eh, mm, eh. All right. I got the Niners. Walker's got the Niners. Mike's got the Miami Dolphins. Miami. Bienvenidos a Miami. Miami. <laughs> All right. Next game up. Uh, uh, what will lead dubbed scoreless in Seattle uh, the even though it's not in Seattle, uh, Seattle travels to uh, L.A. to take on the Rams. Seattle six and five. Rams are three and eight. Forty one and a half point over under Seattle. Seven and a half point favorites. Uh, name a Los Angeles Ram. Cam Akers. Not playing. He's got bubble guts. He's actually uh, questionable. Uh, d- d- ben Skoranek. Yeah. Uh, not good enough. Okay. Ben Jefferson. Bad. Tyler Higby. Racist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what what was the point of this? Uh 
None of the players are good that are playing because Stafford and Darnold are out. A-Rob's on IR. Cuff's on IR. Akers might not be playing with bubble guts. They cut Daryl Henderson. Uh, this team is Garbo. Yeah, the offense yeah, especially really is just really, really bad. Um, yeah. Jalen Ramsey uh, is toast. Yeah, I don't know what the heck happened there. He got old. 30, yeah, I, I don't. Like the closest guy to to starting consideration for me, I mean, Higby. I think you can play because Seattle is awful against tight ends. Yeah, just I agree there. Terrible, and Wolford is going to start, so I think that that's slightly better for the receiving options than Perkins. Yeah, because Perkins would run. Right, he take he take it down and run. Wolford won't do that quite as much. Yeah, he can run, but not so much. Not as much as Perkins. And I mean, I have Cam Akers at 36, which is, you know, don't do it, but <laughs> don't in, do it <laughs> in a deep league if you're really desperate, I guess. But yeah, I mean, I on that side of the ball, Higby is really the only guy I would consider. All right. Um, Mike, is there anybody else on the Ram side of the ball that you would consider other than Tyler Higby? You mentioned Van Jefferson. Yeah, that's just because that guy's name popped in my head. No, <laughs> it, no there's nobody else. Uh, I will um, be the guy, I guess I'll say it, deep PPR flex, Kieran Williams, who I've now heard it's Kieran, not Kyron. I don't know. Oh, I don't know. Who knows? Uh, not going to be in the NFL long anyways. A little. Uh... Sorry, I just got a Charlie horse. Oh, OK, Ooh, Walker wow. made it. I was like, is the joke that bad? Walker made the <laughs> horrible face. Um, all right. So start all Seattle Seahawks except for the tight ends. Uh, yeah, Gino, Gino yes. the receivers and uh, Ken and Ken. Yep. All right, Mike, are we starting Barbie? If you must. Okay. Uh, Barbie, not great. If you, uh, if you dare Barbie, uh, BMI Twitter hates her. <laughs> <laughs> one, one weird trick from Barbie. Yeah. Uh, B, <laughs> BMI Twitter is like, she's too skinny to be an alpha receiver. <laughs> <laughs> all right walker uh I, I i jumped over your question so walker what is your question for this game uh ken walker top 15 oh <sighs> sure because he's gonna score two touchdowns just oh, like he geez. does every week okay uh mike yeah i 15 sounds like a good round number to have <laughs> a good round number yeah the famous round number 15 <laughs> The uh, there's a tweet that said uh, um, multiples of five are honorary even numbers, and I kind of agree with that. No, <laughs> no, because there are multiples of five that are actual even numbers. Sure, but the okay numbers that end in five are honorary even numbers. No, Walker, it's a base ten system. It's halfway to ten. It makes sense. I don't care. <laughs> it doesn't matter. All uh, right. If if Ken Walker doesn't score touchdowns, he might be in trouble. Uh, he has not done well the last couple of weeks without the touchdowns. Uh, less than two yards per carry. Uh, is that is that good? Yeah. No. No, that's not good on BMI. Yeah. Uh, it's more like BM, folks. Because <laughs> it's poopy. It's poopy. All right. Uh, we all got. But you're still starting Ken Walker, right? Yes. That's true. yes. Yeah. For His sure. upside is too big to. To worry about that. Uh, Seattle Seahawks, we have them winning. All three of us do. I said that in a very normal human way. <laughs> All right. 
the game that I think is the game of the week, Casey at Cincinnati. Casey's nine and two. Cincy's seven and four. Fifty-two and a half point over under. Casey two and a half point favorites. Juju has bubble guts, just like everybody else. He missed practice, but he's okay. He took that Pepto Bismol. Kadarius Tony is out with a hamstring injury uh, because he tempted the gods by doing that silly little hamstring dance to get to the end zone. Uh, good job, Kadarius. Uh, Joe Mixon is questionable with a concussion, still working through the protocols. Logan Wilson has bubble guts. He's questionable. And they are, quote, optimistic that Jamar Chase will play this weekend. So good for them. All right. Next question. Trivia question. Hmm. Patrick Mahomes is first in the NFL in yards after the catch from his pass catchers. And Joe Burrow is third. Which third-year quarterback is second in the NFL in yak from his receivers? Third-year third quarterback. I, I can't even think of a third-year quarterback. Um, Jalen Hurts. Mike says Jalen Hurts. Tua Tungle-Vailoa. The answer is Justin Herbert. Oh, Herbert. (sighs) Think about how many balls he throws to Austin Eckler, and Austin Eckler does all the hard stuff. Yeah, that's how I was thinking of Jalen Hurts. It was rigged. It's rigged. Brown. This is rigged against me. Uh, So Mike wins the week, but we will do the tiebreaker in in the the last one. Mike wins one to nothing. The one to nothing lead was insurmountable. Yes, it was. I'm champion. Yes. All right. So we've got, I'm just going to start naming players in this game that could score a touchdown. Juju, MVS, uh, Travis Kelsey, Isaiah Pacheco, Jarek McKinnon, Melvin Gordon, uh, Joe Mixon, Samaj P. Ryan, Hayden Hurst, Jamar Chase, Tyler Boyd, T. Higgins. How many different players score touchdowns in this game? You forgot Sky Moore. No, I didn't. Uh, You said MVS. I don't even think he has a touchdown this season. Excuse me while I remember this Sky, folks. (laughs) Yeah. I think think, uh, MVS has a touchdown. Maybe one. Oh, you know what? You know who I'm thinking of is uh, uh, Miko Harden. Oh, yeah. Well, he's on IR. Hey, uh, new nickname alert. I accidentally typed into uh, PFR Marquez Valdez Scatling. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's poop, God. folks. Because he's not good. Uh, uh, he scored a touchdown against Jacksonville in week 10. Gotcha. Okay. Good for him. I'm, I'm <laughs> great, him. Ca- great job, MBS. On your one touchdown. Uh, <laughs> I will say, I'll say five different people score a touchdown in this game. Wow, that's a lot of points. Juju Smith-Schuster, Travis Kelsey. Um, Jamar, I think Jamar Chase scores one. Jamar Chase, Hayden Hurst, and Joe Mixon. Wow. All right, Mike? Mixon's playing. He's questionable. Uh, it's, it's looking like he's going to play. It looks like he's going to play, yeah. Okay. Um, I'd say, I'd say, was it 52 points? So that's uh, like seven touchdowns, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. 
So five sounds about right. I thought that was too much, but five sounds about right. Four or five. Okay, cool. All right. Uh, let's see. Jeff's uh, going with nine. No, I'm just kidding. I'm going. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with six, and one of them is a defender. Let's go. Oh, okay. Fair enough. I'm I'm team uh team uh, defensive touchdowns this week. Um. All right. So we're starting Burrow. We're starting. Mahomes, we're starting T. Higgins, we're starting Juju. Are we starting Jamar Chase if he plays? Yes. Oh, for sure. Correct answer. They held him out last week, so he is ready to go for this week. He could have gone last week. Um, Tyler Boyd, get him out of my face. MVS, out of my face. Kadarius Tony's not playing. Sky Moore, out of my face. Yep. Sure, that's fine. Are we starting Travis Kelsey or the Ginger Assassin? Uh, well, you know, Travis Kelsey, I mean, you know what you're going to get. Hayden Hurts, though, he's got that upside. He could be the key, the tight end one on the week. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I will go. Yeah, obviously you're going with Kelsey there, but I do think you can start Hayden Hurst. I just wanted to give the main episode debut of the ginger assassin and get Mike's opinion on it. That's what uh, Walker and I decided to call Hayden Hurst. I like it. Yeah. And uh, Walker declared uh, Mike was right. About Hayden Hurst, yeah. About Mike, Hayden Hurst. Mike, Mike was nailed right. it. Thank Mike you. got it. Woo! All right. Um, you can start Hayden Hurst. Uh, don't start him over Travis Kelsey. Yep. That was a joke. All right. Everybody is going through the show doc right now. I see everybody's little little things. All right. Next game up. Um, Chargers travel to Vegas. Chargers are six and five. Vegas four and seven. Fifty and a half point over under. Chargers two point favorites. Uh, Mike Williams is out and Corey Lindsley is out with an ankle and a concussion respectively. Uh, why do they say, you know, like Mike Williams ankle and not like, and Corey Lindsay concussion, not like Corey Lindsay brain brain. Uh, I don't know. Brain. All right. Josh Jacobs was limited in practice this week with a calf injury, uh, but he's expected to play. Hunter Renfro is a true questionable with an oblique, but he's long since lost any fantasy relevance. Um, Walker, what is your question for this game? Who scores more, Austin Eckler or Josh Jacobs? Give me that Austin Eckler, baby. I'm going to go Jacobs. I Jacobs has had the more explosive games, but I think Eckler's been a little bit more consistent. Um, both of these run defenses are really bad. Yeah. So I expect the running backs to do very well in these in this game. I have them ranked two and three, but... If I had to pick one, I would say Eckler scores more points. Yeah, especially in a PPR. They've just been peppering him with targets. And this calf really gives me some pause. Not that he won't play well, but, you know, if they might spell him with Zamir White a little bit more than they normally would. I don't know. I mean, he picked up the injury at like in the end, you know, end of regulation. And yeah, then... but he, he only had one rush in the in overtime. Well, they yeah, only gave him yeah. one rushing attempt in overtime. Yeah, but I mean, he scored like a 90 yard touchdown, though. <laughs> but Walker, time of possession, number of carries just through the floor. All right. Actually, I don't know if they only gave him one rush attempt because they had the ball first in overtime. Right. Um, That was just a bit, folks. Um, Gerald Everett or Foster Morrow? Everett. Yeah, I'd go with Everett. All right, start Devontae Adams in this one. Mac Hollins or Josh Palmer? Palmer. Palmer. 
Mac Hollins or DeAndre Carter? Carter. Carter, yeah. Okay, so Mac Hollins is third among the secondary guys. Uh, Keenan Allen, top 18. I have Keenan Allen at 20. So, yeah, play Keenan Allen. Play Keenan Allen. Um, I think that's it for this game, right? Um, I mean, quarterbacks. Oh, yeah, quarterbacks. Uh, start Justin Herbert. He's start Justin he's, Herbert. Uh, Derek Carr, probably. Yeah. Probably not. Derek Carr is probably one of the highest end QB twos in a two quarterback league, but you probably have a better option to start than Derek Carr. Yeah, you, you would hope so. Yeah. If you don't, you're in trouble. Mike's abandoned his boy. I have. He, he had, he, he's been getting better the last couple of weeks, but he's still not where he should be. Ever since uh, he put on that fake uh, Southerner accent. <laughs> boy, you're from Central Valley, California. Yeah, I know. Like, where did that come from? I'm like, <sighs> what? I don't know. Whatever. You know where it came from, Mike. Everybody outside of the cities in California likes to act like they're from Texas. <laughs> they like to pretend like they're from Texas. <laughs> I guess it's the salsa thing. I don't know. Yeah. All <laughs> right. It's the salsa thing. All right. Next game up. Mike's boys, the Colts. They're four seven and one. They play the Dallas Cowboys. They're eight and three. They will be in Dallas. So this is a home game for the Cowboys. Forty three and a half went over under. 11-point favorites. Uh, Mike, more like uh, Dallas. Yowza, boys, with that spread. Uh, yeah. Jelani Woods, questionable with the shoulder quad injury. Braden Smith, another bubble guts guy. Kenny Moore out with the shin injury. I didn't put it in the notes, but Kylan Granson also had bubble guts this week. Trevon Diggs had bubble guts. So did Michael Gallup. Both are questionable. Uh, shocker, everybody gets sick right after Thanksgiving. Yeah, big surprise. Big surprise. All right, Mike, what is your question for this game? If we had to choose one, who would we start? Ezekiel Elliott or Tony Pollard? Both of them. I would start uh, Antonio I would start, Pollard. Both Antonio of them. Pollard. Both of them. Yeah, I, I would start both guys. If I had to pick one, I guess I would go with Pollard because he's more explosive um, and he'll catch more passes. But, yeah, I, I definitely think you can start both of them. I'd start Bofa. D's Bofa. nuts. Bofa D's running backs. <laughs> I thought you were going to say both of my what With the Seattle defensive end I don't even know who that is Boy, Boye Mafe Boye oh Mafe. Boye yeah. Mafe okay I was like I was like both of my like I was my brain was was trying to make it work all right uh so great bit game, guys great bit <laughs> woohoo Number one. <laughs> All right. Um, we're starting Dak Prescott, right? Uh, yes. Uh, we're not starting starting Mac Ryan. Mac Ryan. Mac Ryan. I said Mac Ryan. Mac Ryan. Uh, we're not starting Mac Ryan. Mac Ryan. Mac Ryan. Uh, that that's what defenders do to him. It's like Hackashack, but they hit him and he can't throw the football. Um, folks, uh, don't start Mac Ryan. Uh, start. Michael Pittman? Question mark. Uh, where do I have him? Twenty-four. So probably. Probably starting him. Yeah. All right, Mike. How do you feel about Michael Pittman? I think they're going to have to throw because they're going to be behind, and the Pittman's their number one guy. So he's their special guy. Yeah, <laughs> he's their big guy. Big guy. guy. Uh, no, that is everybody in the tight end room is their big guy. 
<laughs> Except for Kylan Granson. He looks so small. He, he is. Like he's two a guys. little guy. He is a tight, uh, tight end. Uh, CD Lamb must start. Um, running backs, Jonathan Taylor must start. We already talked about the Dallas guys. I'm trying uh, to think. Are we starting Zach Mon? No, I'm just kidding. Are we starting... <laughs> Are we starting uh, Malik Davis? No. Okay, just making sure. Um, so let's talk about the. Obviously, Dalton, we're starting Dalton oh, Schultz. Let's yeah, talk Dalton about Schultz. the Colts. The Colts side ends. Delani Wood, big game last week yep. without a touchdown. Um, are can we go back to that? Well, one week wonder. Uh, do we think it, it the the power transfers to another tight end? How how are we playing this tight end uh, room this week? I mean, I'll defer to Mike, but I. It looked like Jelani Woods has pretty much taken over the number one tight end role. Yeah, they Woods is definitely the one being targeted over um, Mo Ali Cox, especially if uh, kind of Granson isn't playing. They, they they like to go to Granson more when he when he's healthy than they do um, Jelani Woods. But ever since uh, Granson has been dealing with an injury over the last couple of weeks, it's been um, Jelani Woods being targeted okay yeah i i don't think in this matchup against dallas you're gonna want to play him i i don't expect him to have the game he had last week but i think that he's somebody to keep on your radar for future weeks yeah i mean anytime somebody has a massive game at tight end without scoring a touchdown you have to think about like even if regression hits you know was that four for 60 that's what we're looking for you know unless regression slams all the way down um, then he's worth a speculative ad just to see what happens. Because, um, no, he's not going to get, what was it, 7 for 98 or whatever it was? Right. So, yeah, 7 for 90, something like that. Yeah, so he's not going to get that every week. And people uh, will think that they're big brain to be like, well, you know, he can't. Get, oh, it's 8 for 98. Well, he's not going to be 8 for 98. Yeah, no SH asterisk T, so I don't have to edit. <laughs> um, four, yeah, but, you know cut it in half and he's still got four for 49 exactly that's what i'm saying so uh i like uh speculative out of jelani woods but i don't particularly care about starting him this week because this dallas defense is very good uh especially against tight ends yeah you got micah parsons probably covering him yeah um well i think micah parsons is just gonna make matt ryan's life hell i think that's he's his gonna plan. Do more yeah, he's gonna do more edge rushing I'd, but their safeties are good too so yeah all right, so let's uh, let's do the win loser draw. Uh, Pittman, Pierce, and Pollard. Pittman, Pierce, and Pollard. Give me um, Alec Pierce lost because that man has fallen off the face of the earth. Uh, give me Michael Pittman draw and Tony Pollard win because he gets two rushing touchdowns. Yeah, I'm gonna go with the same. Uh, Pierce lost. Pittman draw. Pollard win. Okay, uh, we all have Dallas winning this one. Yep. Uh, next game up, New Orleans travels to Tampa Bay. New Orleans is four and eight. Tampa Bay five and six. Forty point over under. Tampa Bay three and a half point favorites. Um, let's get into the tiebreaker question. Uh, even though Walker's already lost this one, Mike has secured the victory. Yes. Ma, the question for this one is: What is Tom Brady's winning percentage against the current teams in the NFC South for his career? And I had to say the current teams because he started starting before realignment, and I wasn't going to do that math. 
Mm. I would say 64%. Mike says 64%. 73%. Ooh, Walker is closer. It is 75.68%. Uh. And I have a bonus question. This doesn't count for anything. It's just something very interesting. Tom Brady has never lost to two of the teams in the NFC South. Which two? Uh, Falcons. And um, who else is there? Not the Saints. Falcons and Bucks. Bucks. Well, that's right. He's never lost to the team he's on now. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. That's <clears> true. My first question, my first iteration for this question was going to be, what? who was the last team that Tom Brady beat? Because he's beat every team. I was like, oh, duh, the Patriots. Okay. That one's not going to work. <laughs> no. Because <laughs> uh, that was the last of the 32 teams he had to beat. All right. So my question for this is, uh, does this game have even one smash start player? It's not the quarterbacks. Wide receivers are more 18 to 24 range. Running backs are iffy. Alvin Kamara has been struggling. Tight ends aren't it. Does this game have even one smash start player in it? No, not really. It has a bunch of guys that you're like, well, yeah, I kind of have to start them. You know, Alvin Kamara, you wouldn't expect a huge game from him here, but you, you got to play him, you know. Right. Um, Rashad White, Leonard Fournette, you'd feel like an idiot if those guys went off on your on your bench. Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, Chris Olave, you're playing these guys, but Again, you're like you said, between 18 and 21 for me. So, I, no, I, I agree with you, Jeff. I, I don't think that I don't think there is. Yeah. So, uh, Mike, I'll ask you, who is the closest to a smash start in this game? Who is the highest ranked guy? Highest ranked? Um, I would probably go with Mike Evans. Mike Evans, really? Yeah, I would go with Chris Godwin. I would probably go with uh, Alvin Kamara, actually. Uh, I know it's a tough defense. Um, I know that he's been struggling lately, but um, last week he was on the verge of having a much better fantasy day. He just popped out two fumbles, one of them on the goal line. So I think if those go differently, we're having a different conversation about Alvin Kamara. So I think he's the closest to a smash start. Um, but none of the guys on this 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 or in this game are... Oh, must start this. Oh, I see him in my lineup. I don't even have to think about it. But um, what do we think is going to happen with Rashad White and um, Leonard Fournette? 50-50? Yeah, pretty close. I mean, I think that that White will probably get more carries. Um, Fournette might get a couple more targets. But, yeah, I would expect it to be pretty even. Mike, what do you think? I think it's going to be just depending on the health of Leonard Fournette. Let's just say he's fully healthy. I would say uh, 55-45. Okay. 55-45. Mike taking the uh, the very uh, narrow slice of difference. Yeah. Um, Juwan Johnson. Can we start Juwan Johnson this week? Uh. Saints have had a good tight end defense. Um, they are last in the NFL in fancy points per game allowed to tight end. I'm sorry. That's uh, that's the question that for the other matter. guy. That's the question for the other guy. The Buccaneers have been very bad. Sorry, I got my notes mixed up here. Tampa Bay has been very bad. They're fifth in the NFL in fantasy points allowed. 
I I think you can stream Juwan Johnson, but I would rather stream Evan Ingram. Yeah. Um, oh, I'm not allowed to say something good. Um, but yeah, I would rather start him. Um, uh, I see. So Cam Brait is one of the bubble guts guys, but he's late in the week bubble guts. And so he might not play this weekend. I've seen people talk about streaming Kate Otten. Don't do it. That was what my other note was. Tam, uh, New Orleans, very good against uh, tight ends. Don't do it. Don't get cute. Right? I, sounds good. I agree. I agree. Thank you both for your wholehearty uh, endorsement of what I stated. I agree. Uh, Chris Olave. We all yeah. forgot about Chris Olave. He's the closest to a smash start. What are we doing here? Well, I don't agree with that. I think Chris Godwin's a slightly better start. Okay. But none but, of us even mentioned Chris Olave. Well, I yeah, I did. Start Chris Olave. Yes. yes He's definitely play. starting Chris Olave. You should play him. Okay. Is Chris Olave a smash? No, I'm just kidding. Uh <laughs> Um, so I think they're all in the like, yeah, like 18 to 21 range. So they're they're good starts, not great starts. Um, there's definitely other options ahead of them. And if you want to know what options Walker has ahead of him, you can check out Walker's ranks at footballobsurdity.com. Um, that was a transition into that plug. Um, let's get into the recap for last week's uh, win-loss record. Uh, great week for all of us. Uh, Mike went 10 and 6. Walker and I went uh, 12 and 4. Um, so good week for all of us. Walker or Mike somehow loses ground on a 10 and six week. Uh, Walker has 112 correct choices to 67 incorrect. I have 108 correct to 71 incorrect. And Mike 102 to 77. Ugh. Mike, Mike having a very good year, but still getting absolutely smashed. Absolutely crushed. <laughs> Jeez. All right. Well, that'll do it uh, for this week's episode of the Football Absurdity Podcast. Uh, Walker and I, and maybe Mike, who knows, we'll be back on Tuesday to talk uh, the reviews for this uh, this week's games and uh, talk about next week's Thursday Night Football, which uh, do we know what next week's Thursday Night Football is? It's a good game. Is it? Yeah, I think it's the Raiders, actually. Is it the Raiders? It's Raiders. the Raiders and the Rams. So, no, it is not oh, a good game. Not a good game. Yep. So, We'll be talking about that. Sounds like fun. (laughs) For Mike and Walker, this is Jeff. Thanks for listening. Take care and have a good one. Bye. Bye.